Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 27. We're almost at the conclusion of Acts chapter 27. Looking at verses 39 through 41, read from today's international version. Paul promised or proclaimed that the that everyone on board the ship would make it to safety and he also told them that the ship would run aground and that's exactly what's going to happen as he was told by the holy spirit that that's what that's what would happen so let's listen to acts chapter 27 Verses 39 through 41, read from today's New International Version. When daylight came, they did not recognize the land, but they saw a bay with a sandy beach where they decided to run the ship aground if they could. Cutting loose the anchors, they left them in the sea and at the same time untied the ropes that held the rudders. Then they hoisted the foresail to the wind and made for the beach. But the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. The bow stuck fast and would not move, and the stern was broken to pieces by the pounding of the surf. Again, Acts chapter 27, verses 39 through 41, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 27, verses 39 through 41, read from today's international version. And I'm going to just share from the commentaries. The sailors, and these are trained men, did not actually recognize the land. They did not know it at first, but they came to an island called Malta. The place where the ship came aground is now called St. Paul's Bay. This may have been thought surprising in a Uh, sailors accustomed to that sea but the scene of the wreck is remote from the great harbor and possesses no marked features by which it could be recognized even by a native if he came unexpectedly upon it and not to speak of the rain pouring in torrents and that's in Acts chapter 28 verse 2 which would throw a haze over the coast even after day broke. So you can just imagine the scene. They're probably happy. It's, they can see the uh, sun or see some daytime daylight. 
and they are uh, excited that they see some land so of course because they knew they had to go somewhere they didn't want to just drift in the water they uh, had already decided that they wanted to uh, have a safe landing that wouldn't just tear up the entire ship so immediately on landing they knew where they were only the rarest conjecture of favorable circumstances could have brought about such a fortunate ending to this apparently hopeless situation. All these circumstances are united in St. Paul's Bay. That's according to Ramsey as cited by Bruce. If they missed Malta, which is something I found interesting, they would have been... Um, they would have had to travel for 200 miles until they struck the Tanzanian uh, coast. And no one could have expected the ship to survive that long because it already had been battered by tempestuous winds. And remember, hurricane force winds. But they saw a bay with a sandy beach. So of course they thought this is the place. They saw the beach. Uh, and it was such that they, they thought they had a chance of landing there and they discussed the best way of doing so in their present maimed condition because the ship has already gone through quite a bit and um, again you can just imagine the situation where they decided to run the ship aground if they could if possible they wanted to thrust the ship uh, to uh, on the sandbar because that was their one chance for safety so they took up the anchors that is they cut the anchors away and left them in the sea they loosed the rudder bands and that the commentary says ancient ships were steered by two large paddles one on each quarter when anchored by the stern in the gate and a gale it would be necessary to lift them out of the water and secure them by uh, uh, rudder bands and to loose them when the ship was ready again to get underway. And then they hoisted up the mainsails, the foresails, the best possible sails that be set in the circumstances. And it was necessary for, the, for a crew to execute all of these movements so thank god for the foresight which made their safety indispensable and the safety of of uh, all that were aboard and thank god that paul perceived their um that they were trying to you know the fright the, the flight they were afraid it's like fight or flight and they were ready to to uh, get away and paul said we can only survive if everyone stays together. So once they understood what Paul said, they, you know, cut, it said they cut loose the uh, lifeboat, which they were trying to escape in and let it sail away. But let me go ahead and continue. Uh, they were carried by the winds and the waves. And again, you can just imagine this scene. I know I can with uh, these sailors they are excited they see land 
and they just they're not sure about it and then the Greek says they came into a place where two seas met into a place of a double sea that is a place which was washed on both sides by the sea it refers to an isthmus uh, a tongue of land or a sandbar stretching out from the mainland and which was washed on both sides by the waves it is evident that this was uh, not properly uh, a, uh, a sandbar, which they thought it was, but probably a long sand bank that stretched far out into the sea, in which uh, uh, they did not, you know, they couldn't figure out what it was. They just thought it was something like a soft landing, in endeavoring to make the harbor. They ran into this sandbar, and uh, they ran aground um, in, in an endeavor to reach the harbor. And once they ran aground, the, sh the, the back part of the ship was broken. The stern was broken, and the bow stuck fast and remained immovable. So if, again, you can just imagine this scene. And all on board had to jump ship because the ship had broken up. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we always do for your word. We thank you as I was reading this, I thought of the song, Throw Out the Lifeline. So God, we thank you for that lifeline that you uh, throw out for us so that we can find safety. We're, God, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. We know there's a lot going on. So, God, we stop and uh, pause to pray for those who need you in Israel, in Ukraine, in Hawaii, in other places all over the world. We're praying, God, for favor, for grace and mercy in the name of Jesus. Thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.